and so I really got into like di digital marketing and selling my own products and, and that kind of thing. And then eventually what ended up happening was it's like, I was going through this process of personal development myself. I started reading a lot of really good books, uh, like, you know, thinking for rich and psycho cybernetics and wake the giant within and, and things like that. And uh, it really started changing my perspective. And so I kind of always share what, what, I, whatever I'm learning. And so when I, you know, when I started going through this, I started making more contact that was more personal, personal development type of content for simple programmer didn't really start apply to programmers and so you know eventually uh, i ended up creating the new brand bulldog mindset and just focusing on on masculinity on mindset on on things that i kind of saw that that was really one of the big things that my audience needed in fact i was getting a lot of emails from software developer guys that were always complaining about girls and dating and things like that and i had kind of figured that out in my life so yeah. that's why you know i started creating content for them so so did it start off with like more like dating advice like the bulldog mindset yeah uh i i mean it's always been a combination of of like three things uh, well four things like the mindset primarily right philosophy stoic stoic philosophy primarily and then the you know the financial aspect of building a business investing and then the fitness side and then and then the dating so it's always kind of been all of those things oh it's combined I, I can see how like i can see how like all that really all that really goes back to like mindset right because i mean the dating has to do with self-confidence yeah uh, if, if you want to train if you want to get your body in shape it goes back to your mindset yeah yeah and so, yep. And so yep. i mean what, what what did you like kind of uh discover about the mindset that really changed like it really changed your life because like, like I said, you're a computer programmer and then you said, you know what, like there's something, there's something here that, that that's very powerful. What, what exactly was that that you stumbled across? Yeah. So the best way I could describe it is in, you know, I've definitely had multiple breakthroughs in life where I've, yeah. I've kind of come to the more, more deeper understanding of this. But one day I woke up, I remember thinking to myself, why not me? And, and that was like a powerful thought. It was like, because if every, if all these other people can do these things, you know, and, and at that time I was, I was really shy, very unathletic, right. Overweight. And I thought, okay, you know, why not me really? Like what, what is, what is holding me back? And at that point I sort of came up with this vision of who I wanted to be like the future self of, yeah. of myself. And I started pretending like I was already that guy. I started playing the role like an actor playing the role of that guy. And what I realized, you know, in doing that is that you eventually become the role that you play. And then also that, you know, this powerful concept of like acting as if, right? So I use this a lot, kind of like acting as if you cannot fail, act as if you've done this a thousand times before, you know, act as if you you're already have achieved the result. Yeah. And, you know, acting in that way, I think is, is, is really powerful for mindset. It's, uh, it's something that really shifted everything for me because that, you know, that allowed me to, to basically, uh, you know, to, to go out and, and do things that I, I didn't have permission, you know, quote permission to do before. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a pretty powerful, uh, you know, thing that you discovered because it's, it's interesting because I was talking to my son, uh, the, uh, this weekend about that. And, and I mm -hmm. told him, I said, you know what, like you, you can, you can, you can act like you can be whoever you want to be. Just act the part because you, your brain doesn't know if it's true or false. Like right. your mind doesn't know like if you're if that's true or false. It's just gonna act on whatever you're 
kind of commanding it to, to how you how you're commanding it to present yourself. And so so that that's pretty. So what what are like what are some of the things like that you like what, what like what, who was the person that you want to be as far as like fitness like what what shape were you in at the time? Yeah, I was pretty overweight at the time. I was like I was around 300 pounds or so, not you know, and I and I was you know, pretty high body fat percentage. And so like fitness wise, I wanted to be you know ripped, jacked, you know, like you know cover like cover of a fitness magazine type of physique and so you know that's what that's why i started i started doing the things that someone who was that would do right it was it was a diet it was running it was getting in the gym and, and lifting weights and and all those things and started playing that role as as if i were already that person this is how this person would act so so like like okay that's that's a good example right like because i mean obviously like you're, you're you're probably like the best shape of your life right now because you've just been training for that race like, where, where did you get that information, like, you know, to, to, like, be that person? For example, like, I know, like, I stumbled across, like, proper diet a couple couple years back, right? And I really didn't understand diet, but then I learned about, like, the macros and stuff like that. So was that all, like, something that you started to educate yourself on or you had mentors or you just kind of – to make sure you're getting the best thing to do, you know what I'm saying, as far as, like, on your body type? Yeah, I mean, I had done some experimentation with that. I had learned some stuff in the past. Yeah. And of course, I, I read and researched. And, you know, and I've done some some things like fasting, like eating one meal a day. I did that for like four and a half years. How, how was that? And how was the fasting? That was, it was good. I got in the best shape, you know, physically, like as far as aesthetics possible that, that I had gotten into because I would lose fat and I'd retain muscles is the best thing I, I'd done. Like, okay. I, I've heard about fasting and I've, and I've read about fasting, but I don't really know exactly what it does to your body or what, what is it? What are the, what are the benefits of fasting and how does it actually work? Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of people that, that pump it up beyond what it is. Yeah. Right. You know, there, there's some studies, there's some pretty good evidence that shows that it increases your longevity over time right you know in 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 rats for example they found that by having the the amount of food that they eat they can double the lifespan or some are some are close to that so you know obviously you can't do the same kind of studies with humans but in general that's been been found so the the idea behind it is that when you're when you fast for an extended period of time you're a couple of things happen hormonally in your body one of them is uh, autophagy which which basically means that some of your weaker cells die off and are replaced by, by new cells. So in fact, I think it's fasting for over 48 hours that you completely replace your red blood cells, which is, which is, is pretty interesting, but also it increases your HGH. Like there's a big spike in HGH which is human growth hormone, which is very like anabolic uh, uh, hormone that will help retain and, and gain muscle. So those are kind of the, the big things, but, but here's really the thing, you know, again, some of those things are, are debatable, right? Cancer, uh, cancer fighting properties, because a lot of cancers rely on glucose for their metabolism. Whereas, you know, we can, we can run on ketones, which is basically off of fat, like the rest of the cells of our body. But regardless of all those things, I think the, the most beneficial thing that I found with the fasting is, is really just the most practical and pragmatic thing, which is that if you're only eating once a day, uh, you're probably going to lose weight. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, like, what do you eat? Like when I, when I eat once a day, yeah. uh, it would, it would depend on, on kind of what my goals were. If I was really trying to cut weight 
then I would eat, you know, pretty, pretty clean, you know, chicken breast, uh, you know, broccoli, rice, right. That, that type of thing. But I could be more flexible, right. You know, when I'm doing something like that, if I'm only eating once a day, I could go out to a restaurant and eat something reasonable and be fine as well. It also depends on how I'm training, right. If I'm, uh, you know, I was doing one meal a day. I'm not doing it right now, train for the hundred mile, but when I was trained for my 50 mile race, I was doing one meal a day. And so if I would run like a 30 mile run in a day, um, you know, on that day, I can just pretty much eat whatever I want yeah. for that, that meal. I'm still going to be way in the deficit. So, so like, so is the, is the meal, like, is it like a, you know, 1500 calorie meal or, or is it like just a regular portion of food or. I, I would say typically my like meals, if I was doing one meal a day would be around 3000 calories. Okay. So. 3000 calories. And then what, like, what would the, what would the protein be at? Like you'd say you're, like, cause my, 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 uh, I weigh one, uh, 85, uh-huh. but when I have to consume about that much of protein in grams, I try to, to consume one, one pound per body weight. I, I, I know that's like, I mean, high end, a lot of people say yeah. that's not necessary, but I do it for a couple of reasons. One is because I want to max, make sure like, that's one of the things that will hold you back from muscle growth is, is not enough protein. So it, it doesn't hurt to have more protein. And then second uh, protein is has a, a thermo, uh, thermogenic effect. So basically, when you eat protein, if you eat 100 calories of protein, you'll only absorb 75 calories from that. So you, you get a 25% discount on, on protein calories that you eat. So eating more protein is, is usually good. Yeah. I, I didn't know that, man. That's pretty interesting because I know a lot of people have probably went to, and, and I'm pretty sure your course and your, and your information, you teach more on, on on proper fasting and stuff like that, right? Yeah, I go into it. I mean, I, I, you know, I cover a pretty wide range of topics, but I, I try to keep things. One thing that I, I kind of is my mantra is like begin in pragmatism and in pragmatism. So, so what I mean by that is that like, there's all kinds of things we could debate and all kinds of like, yeah. you know, this and that, and so many people have so many diet programs, but at the end of the day, like I take a pragmatic approach, which is like, you know, most of my coaching clients, if I, if I put them on a weight loss program, I just say, hey, look, here's all you gotta do. Just eat once a day, one meal a day, that's it. Don't worry about what you're eating. Just you know, don't eat like crazy amount uh, of food. Try to keep it high protein and then walk for an hour a day on an incline if you can. And most people will just lose weight, you know, just okay. rapidly, just, just from doing those two things, right? It's like, now could I go into like all the macronutrients and micronutrients okay. and like meal timing and, and all of these other things and you know, hit training and Tabata and all that. Yeah, I could talk about all that stuff, but the pragmatic approach is just to say, let's just keep it simple and do the simple thing and not worry about because all these little things and, you know, some, some people are right about these things and, and some people are not, but they really don't make as much of a difference as just being in a calorie deficit, right? That's like, if you're trying to lose weight, yeah. that's, <laughs> that's like 90% of it. So, uh, but people get caught up on the little minutia and they spend so much time fighting, arguing about all these little things that are actually like the 10% of it instead of focusing on the 90% that actually gives you the most effective results. That makes so, a lot of sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Because a lot of people get caught up in like the calorie counting, are there steps? And they're like, I gotta do this. And like they try to like have this routine and they get sometimes it gets overwhelming and they get end up giving up. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So do they eat like in, in the in the morning, in the in lunch or in the evening? Usually the evening is is okay. the most easy to follow. I you know if I had to like say like what is the research and what what you know what's probably the most effective is probably just eating one meal at breakfast time but 
but that's that's impractical for most people because usually dinner is more of a social thing right you can yeah. you can skip breakfast and lunch and, and it's not a big deal but trying to skip dinner especially if you have a family something like that it's, it's kind of hard to do so yeah and, and uh, let me ask you this what, what, are, what are your uh so uh is is the, the coffee tea or water like well, what's the, tell me about those like the what do you what do you what are your thoughts on all those three those are fine like also diet soda is fine right anything that's basically no calories is is fine you know nothing's like totally no calories right you know if you drink a diet coke it's got like four calories in yeah. it but uh but it's, it's not a big deal like that kind of stuff the, the other thing you know again looking at pragmatism right because you know i've done some videos and some people said oh well coffee has like two grams of you know two calories in it or whatever and and, and they, they complain about this like just drink water on your fast the problem is like you know, compliance is the most important thing in any kind of fitness or, or diet program. And so if you're 100% strict, but only like 10% compliant, well, you're just going to fall right off the wagon. I'd rather you be like 90% compliant uh, or 90% strict and 100% compliant, right? Mm, that's better. Cool. So, so that's why it's always like, you know, I try to make, so there's a slight amount of wiggle room. It doesn't really matter. I mean, some people will debate those things, but again, pragmatism, right? Let's focus yeah. on the thing that's actually going to be effective. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. So the, so you, you started getting all these calls from, I mean, you get all these emails and messages from, from other uh, tech developers uh, about, you know, how do I develop my mindset? How do I develop this, 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 this future that I want, you know, because I feel like I'm stuck in this place where, Behind, I, I, can, I get it because they're stuck behind a desk all day. They feel like they have no social life. They probably, their health is not is in the best shape. I, what does the transformation look like for someone like that? Because I mean, that, yeah. that's, that's like not even uh, average people like that. They have a, a day job, they work, they probably feel the same way. So it's kind of helps everybody. So what, what, what are some of those steps? Yeah, I mean, like like you've been alluding to, the, it starts in the mind, right? It's, it's the mindset. Like, every, I believe that your outward is a manifestation of, of your inward, right? And and this is very, like, if you look at kind of my older photos and even just my older videos, right? I completely changed it, not, not just externally, but, like, how, how I deliver, how I speak. My voice changed. Like, everything literally changed about me as my mindset changed. And it's crazy. It's a dramatic effect. You know, if you look at some of my early videos, even, and that's where I'd already physically changed. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, but so, so that, that's the key is it's like, you know, and, and a lot of it is rooted in identity, right? So identity is probably the most powerful concept that we have within us. And so if we identify with being lazy and fat and overweight and being a geeky, shy programmer or, or whatever it is, right, then, or being poor, like people identify with being poor or being a victim, this is like the biggest thing, right? So bulldog mindset is really the, the antithesis of the, the victim mindset, right? I try to completely eliminate this victim mindset. But if you have those kind of identities, especially the victim mindset, then you're going to act like you're, you, basically your actions flow from your nature, right? Which is your identity. And so you know, whatever you are, that's what you're gonna act, right? Uh, in fact, Ralph Waldo Emerson is, is famous for it. He's got a quote, uh, I'll, I'll misquote it, but, but he says something along the lines of, you know, say what you want, but uh, you, you, can, you, you can only you know, do what you are, or basically like, I can't remember the exact quote, but, but he's basically saying this idea that it doesn't matter what you say, like your, who you are betrays whatever you're saying, um, because eventually it's gonna happen. I, I have this kind of theory 
I call it the rubber band theory. And so it's basically like this. So, uh, you know, I help this, I help people with addictions with this because what happens is it's like you have this rubber band, right? And let's say that you're, you have the identity or your nature is, is being lazy and fat. That's like your identity. And so you go on a diet and you try to start working hard. So you're, you're going against the grain because it's not easy for you to do that. So it requires willpower and discipline. And, and you're like pulling this rubber band back, stretching it, stretching it, stretching it, stretching it. And then eventually what's going to happen is that rubber band is going to snap and it's going to snap the other direction, right? And you're going to go and you're going to binge eat and you're going to be super lazy and right. Because the problem is that you can't change your actions without changing your nature. So once you change your mindset and you change who you are, your identity, and you stop identifying with that, that person that you used to be, then the actions will flow automatically, right? If you had the identity of a, of a yoga, a hippie yoga teacher, right? You would probably, you would automatically feel like going out into nature and doing yoga and eating vegan food or whatever it is. You see what I'm saying? Like, because you see those people and they have those identities where you can spot them, right? You see someone walking on the street, you know what they, how they view themselves and how they're going to act. And it's no effort for them to act that way because it's, it's their nature, right? Whereas, when we have a, a nature that a negative identity, it's easy for us to eat junk and to be lazy and to, you know, to be depressed or whatever these things are. But if we change that nature, then we change those actions. So that's where I, I try to start is to, to help, especially men to see that there's a lion in them, right? That they have this lion that they are yeah. to understand what masculinity is so they can unlock that because when they have the identity of being a masculine man, then a lot of these other things are going to flow from it, right? They're going to be a lot more confident. They're going to be more assertive, right? They're going to get in shape because they feel like that's something that a man would do, right? So a lot of this is, is me trying to help, help guys to find that identity to see themselves as this lion instead of seeing themselves as this victim inside of a cage. Yeah, I think, that, I think that, that's, that's so true because everybody has, everybody has that lion in them. It's just they need to, they need to you know, bring it out and, and, and I think one of, you know your, your program is probably going to be helpful for a lot of a lot of guys to 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 break out of that old character and, and realize that they have they have what it takes you know to to make, to make change you know because you're 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 living proof of that. Yeah. I always think of that. Uh, there's that Pearl Jam song that old. It's like uh, Jeremy spoke in class oh, today, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that, right? And it's like there's even there's even a line where they're like, you know, we unleashed a lion, right? You know, it's like they're and and that's like that's the thing. It's like everyone's got that. It just what is it going to take to get that lion to to come out of you? You yeah. know. Hey, I, I was I was doing like some some reading about um, like um, testosterone boost mm. and like. Uh, does that one of my one of my buddies was saying that he didn't like go uh, he didn't have sex for like about like months but um, I'm curious to know like does that like by not having sex and, and boosting your testosterone does it does it make you sharper like as far as like if you're trying to accomplish something like a big a big solve a big problem does that help like how, how does that work I'm not I'm not a big fan of the whole like I know it's gotten popular they call it semen retention yeah. I, I, here's here's what I'm I'm a big fan of. I'm a big fan of discipline and not using things as a crutch. So I think that you know, like for guys that, that I I work with, what I tell them is to avoid pornography and masturbation, and and the reason why is because it's a crutch. Because if you're getting your needs met at a lower level, you're not going to go out and meet them at a higher level, right? So if you're really shy and it's awkward for you to talk to women, but you don't have another outlet, you can't just you know log into the internet and find what you're looking for 
then you're going to, something in your mind is going to force you to say, Hey, wait a minute, maybe I need to go and figure out this. Ooh, like, I'm going to yeah, go and yeah. overcome these fears. And so we have a, a you know, definitely a generation of docile, weak men because of things like pornography, video game addiction, right? All these things that, that are preventing them from, from actually going out and achieving real things in life and getting what they want. So as far as it goes, like as far as the science goes behind kind of semen retention and stuff, I think there's a little bit of science to support it. I mean, testosterone may be boosted slightly. The problem is that like your testosterone basically goes up and down throughout the day. And so it depends on, it's very hard to like test that and to know exactly, you know, what the correlation is unless you've, you've got a really tight, yeah. tight study there. So when guys test it on their own and say, oh, it went up, well, you know, it depends on, on the time. But even so, a little bit of fluctuation in testosterone doesn't necessarily matter all that much, right? So, you know, you don't know how much is being absorbed by tissue and, 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 and whatnot. So I think it's good from the sense that, like, the discipline and forcing yourself to, to not use a crutch, right, to, yeah. to do it that way. But, but I don't really, like, I think what, what happens is, and, and you can look at this, right, on, on the internet. You can see there's a lot of guys that, I mean, there's the whole no-fap no thing in the semen retention. And when I look at the guys that are really like preaching this and really lifting it up to a really high level, I don't really aspire to be any of those guys. I, I don't really think that those guys are like, you know what I mean? To me, they seem like guys that are, are not getting laid and that are living in their mom's basement, you know, and it's like, not all of them, but you should always look at the source, right? And, and say, okay, you know, if, if I follow this person's actions and I think that this person's following their own actions, would I want to end up being like this person or not? Right. You know, Tony yeah. Robbins calls it modeling, right? He, he, in the reverse, he basically says like the best way to achieve something in life is to look for someone who's already doing what you want to do and get the results that you want and then model after them, like, like do what they're doing or pay them to coach you so that yeah. they teach you how to do it. And, and that is the same thing here is it's like, when I see all the guys that are promoting the semen retention and then the nofap, I'm like, yeah, you know, again, like I said, I I'm, I'm all for not using a crutch, but at the same time, there's no magical like everyone's looking for the silver bullet right some kind of magic like you see it in in the in dating here right you see it in fitness and diet and all these things mm -hmm. you know the quick way to make money like all, all these things and it's it's bullshit because everything is a fucking grind in life and so you have to you have to grind it out and, and that's it there's no shortcut aside from aside from you know getting the right advice and going the right direction but you still have to grind it. and so people are trying to avoid the grind and they're trying to find some kind of shortcut, some magic that, that will, will work. That makes a lot of sense. I think what, one book uh, that kind of uh, defines the grind is uh, the book, um, The Compound Effect. I don't know if you've read that book. Yeah, by Darren Hardy. Yeah, uh, yeah that, that book kind of like really, it kind of motivates you even to grind because it, it, is, it basically says if you're consistent with your grind, it's going to build the momentum. And before you know it, like you just have this momentum going. So... I think most people, you know, give up, you know, right before that, that the momentum is actually taken off. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like how in that book, he's got like the, was it like the three brothers, I think. And then it's like, and you see how these little changes over like a long period of time is completely, you know, completely different lives that they live. And it's not big things that, you know, that they're, yeah. that they're doing differently. So, so. In, in your program, do you have like, do you give out like uh, planners or, or, or books and stuff? Do you have books that, in your program? I do. So I do a book of the month and then I do book summaries, right? So I've, I've read probably 
close to like over a thousand books for sure by now. And, and those are curated books, right? So that I only read books that are highly recommended. And then I curate them further in the membership to like, these are the essential books that you need to read that are going to help you the most. So I, I put out one, one book a month and a summary for that book, because I feel like, you know, reading is certainly one of the best ways to change your mindset in your mind. I, you know, a lot of what I've learned and, and, and who I've become is because of the, the books that I've read. So, yeah. Uh, what, what, what is it? What is your, um, do you have like a technique like that helps you when you, whenever you're reading as far as retaining information? Uh, like for example, like I know, like, um, when I, when I first started getting into reading, I was just kind of like going through the book, but I started to get more, uh, like I would read the chapters and then I would highlight, I would take notes and I would really take like quiet time just for one book. And I really, it really helped me grab everything from that book. Is there any, any techniques you found? So for me, what I what I do is mostly listen to audiobooks because I'm running all the time, right? Yeah. So I'm actually usually listening to audiobooks at 3x speed. So I, I get through like three, four books a week. And so I don't really worry about, you know, in, in that context, I, I, I can't really worry about it. I just assume that I'm going to absorb the information and I'm getting so much information that I'm going to get a lot out of it. And sometimes just the assumption that you're going to absorb information works right i remember when i was in in college you know one one semester i took like copious notes and it was hard right and then and then the second semester i just said i'm not taking any notes i'm just paying really focused attention yeah. right and i did much better because it just my memory worked automatically right it, it's kind of like i mean our memories work in certain ways it depends on the books too right like our our memories basically are are spatial and and story driven right emotion we remember emotion and we remember location right because that's kind of how we're trained so if you have a book or that has a story like for example even even if i just tell you a story about what happened to me i could tell you like a half hour story about me hiking in the woods and i could say you know i got here and this and, and i could give you all the details and uh, and you could probably recite that story back right pretty much immediately uh, because it's it hits those like it's temporal and it's emotional right and so we're as humans we're kind of wired to remember things like that so the more that we can get ingrained into a book and really look for the story and, and the more that an author yeah. creates stories in the books yeah. the, the better but yeah. but yeah so for the most part i mean i just i just kind of fly through the books and, and i usually get a pretty good amount sometimes you know i do read when i do read books i'll, I'll just highlight and uh, but but i kind of go with the assumption for the most part that I'll, I'll retain the information. If a book is really good, then what I'll do is I'll just go through it like two or three times and yeah. then I'll usually get really yeah, good or, or sometimes yeah. I'll read it every year. So yeah, that's, that's a good idea. And then it's funny. I, I started laughing whenever you said the three X thing, because uh, uh, I, I, I discovered that maybe about a year ago, right. That, yeah. you, that you can change the speed on it. Right. And, and, and the cool thing about it is, uh, like if, if someone, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to play this later, but if someone doesn't know what that is on audible, you can speed up the speed on, on, on the con. Like, so it sounds like they're talking faster, but the cool thing about it is like over time, it becomes normal to you. Yeah. Like, it, it sounds like, cause I got in the, I got in the vehicle with my wife and my audible was saying, it was like playing real fast. And she's like, what is this? And I was like, it's like, <laughs> I just started laughing, but no, your, your mind gets used to it going that fast and it almost seems normal and you get through the book a lot faster. But that's yeah, cool. exactly. Yeah. Awesome, man. Hey, uh, so I, I know we're, we're 30 minutes on here. Uh, how can people find you on your, on your program? Like what, what's the website and, and 
How can they sign up? Yeah, best thing to do is just go to bulldogmindset.com. There'll be a little pop-up that asks you if you want to take the bulldog quiz, which you do. So hit yes, so you can see what your bulldog score is. It'll give you a score from zero to hundred. I've got just ten questions on there, and you know it, it covers a lot of things that we talked about today. Everything from reading to you know your financial education, fitness, uh, dating life, like you know overcoming social anxiety, things like that. So it kind of rates you to see what your bulldog score is. So it'll be from zero to hundred and I'll send you an email with the score and then, and I'll send you some more information too, you know, yeah. how to raise the score videos, all kinds of stuff. Right. So, yeah, I wanted to have you on because I mean, not only do you, do you focus on mindset, but you also focus on fitness. And so like for someone that, that you combined everything. So you have, you have knowledge and all of that, all that, you know, all that field. So not just like someone that's a personal trainer, they can help you get in shape, but they're right. not going to, they're not going to help you accomplish these bigger goals. And you have, you have a lot of those tools where you can share. So I think, I think you're on, you're on a great path, man. Thank you. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm glad it. that we connected, man. I'm, I'm glad we did this podcast and I, and uh, I hope we stay in touch and, um, and, and can do it, do it some more. Yeah. 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 Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right, brother. I'll talk to you later. All right. Take Good care. Job.